Welcome to C3 Church Tubra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Julie Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. journey really um, through the cross. You know, we often think about the blood that was shed on the cross at the time of the cross when Jesus was actually hanging on the cross. But there was blood shed before the cross. And the blood shed before the cross had just as much meaning as the blood that was shed on the cross. You know, the first blood that was shed was in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus went into a lonely place, into a garden. And there he knew what was coming before him. He knew what he was about to face. He knew as a man what he was about to face, even though he was all God. And yet he was all man. Even though he was supernatural, and yet he was so natural. See, he made himself like us, God in the flesh, so that he could be one with us, so that he could be like us, so he could understand us, so he could walk with us, talk with us, so he could lay hands on us, so he could heal our sick bodies, so he could hold our children, and so he could raise people from the dead for us, so he could show us that his love is absolutely beyond anything else in the world. Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God is with us. And God walked amongst us and God was with us and God walked with us and loved us and God came to die in our place for our sin. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Emmanuel, God is with us. And here is God, all God and yet all human in the form of a man in a garden, knowing that he has to pay the price for all sin for all time, for you and for I. And he's in anguish. You know, sometimes I think I'm in anguish. Sometimes I face things as a mother, as a pastor, as a human being. And I just go, I am in so much anguish, I don't know if I could take anymore. Do you know? But I don't think I've ever could have experienced the anguish that Jesus felt that day in that garden. I wonder what he was thinking in that place as he said, Father, if, if, you, if you can, just let this cup pass for me. If, if you can, possibly, I don't know if I really want to do this anymore. I don't know if I can do this anymore. As he thought about the sin of the whole world, as he thought about your face and my face, as he looked upon the faces of those who he would be crucified for. He wrestled between, I want to save them and I'm a human being, I don't want to suffer. And you know, the Bible says this, that he was in so much anguish that he began to sweat. And sweat began to pour off of him. And then he was in so much more anguish than that. And I want to tell you, this is a medical fact, 
that extreme, extreme, extreme pressure, extreme anguish will make blood flow out of the pores of your skin. And Jesus, at that very point, when He thought about you, when He thought about me, blood flowed out of the pores of His skin and He swept blood as He wrestled with this free will that had been given to man as a man and with the will of His Father. And He wrestled, will I use the will that I have as a man to choose as Adam chose in the garden to walk away, to choose my own way as mankind chooses every day? Will I use my will to walk away from this? Or will I bow my knee to the will of my Father and trust in Him and do it His way? And right at that moment, with blood dripping from His face, He says, Father, not my will, but Yours be done. Thank You, Lord. Hallelujah. And you might be sitting here tonight and you just, I don't even understand what this price is that he paid. I don't even understand what this anguish was. But tonight, like Jesus, why don't you bow your knee tonight and say, Father, not my will, but yours be done. You know, you might just say, you know, I'm a Christian and I kind of haven't been living right. I know that I've been doing stuff. Why don't you tonight say, Father, not my will, but yours be done. You know, you may be busy and you've forgotten to pray and you've got all fleshy and just caught up in your own life. Father, tonight, not my will, but yours be done. Maybe you've walked in up the street, you don't know what the heck this is all about, but something inside you is burning and your heart is racing and you're saying, I want to say this. I want to know my Father. I want my Father's will. I've done my own way. I've done it my way and I've messed things up. It hasn't worked for me. Tonight, why don't you just say right now, right here, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Thank you, Lord, that tonight your love makes it worth it all. We just give you our, we give you our will. You gave us a free will so we could do with it whatever we want. And tonight, Lord, we choose to give it to you. We choose to lift you up. We choose to love you. We choose you in Jesus' name. You may be seated again. You know, the next place that Jesus shed his blood was when he was whipped. And we we say, we know that the scriptures say, by his stripes, we are healed. By the stripes on his very back, we are healed. You can play that video. Right across his back, he took a whip. And I'm only going to show you part of it tonight because the second part of it is when they, it gets really graphic. But he took it for you and for me. You know, he'd been with the Father in heaven since the beginning of time, watching mankind, watching us after we walked away from God with our own free will, watching us live in sickness, 
and in poverty and in death, watching our relationships break down, watching families be broken down, watching children being abused, watching, 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 watching families losing loved ones through cancer and death and all these things, watching, watching, watching. And he knew that the day would come where he would come to earth as a man and that he would offer his back for every pain, for every sickness, for every, every infirmity, that he would offer his back for every breakdown of every relationship, for every child that had ever been abused, he would offer his back. And every whip that, that hit him, he was saying, this one is for you, and this one is for you, and this one is for you, and this one is for you. They were astounded as he took more and more and more and more and relentlessly he would not give up. His flesh was ripped from his body and he would not give up because he saw your pain, he saw your sickness, he saw you. You have to understand, Jesus didn't die for a crowd. Jesus died for you. He died for one. He died for you. He sees you. He sees your face. He knows your name. He knows everything about you. He took it for you. And he continued to take it for you. No matter how hard they gave it to him, he kept taking it. He saw your sickness. He saw your poverty. He saw your lives. And he continued to take it because he knew that by his stripes, you would be healed. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And he never gave up. He could have given up. And he never gave up. the blood that was shed by his stripes, by his wounds. Tonight, you can be healed. In this place, in this church, we have seen healings, miracles. We've seen cancers healed. We've seen incredible things happen in this place, in this church. I've seen them happen to my own body. Incurable diseases, gone in Jesus' name. And I stand as a testimony. I've seen mental illness healed. Emotional sickness healed. I've seen depression lift off people. I've seen relationships restored. I've seen children returned through the blood of the stripes of Jesus Christ. As we all stand to our feet tonight, if you're sick in your body, if you're sick in your mind, if you're, if you're sick in your relationships, come to the front right now and we're going to pray and we're going to believe. We're not going to do a long prayer, but we're going to appropriate these stripes of the blood of Jesus. Now come, come, just stand. 
stand here in the name of Jesus and tonight healing is going to come. Tonight there's power in the blood of Jesus for healing over your body, whether it's emotional, physical, spiritual healing. If that's what you need, come and stand. Come. As we sing this song, come and stand. And we're going to pray for you. Come on. Believe. Thank Him and believe it. Do you know the next, the next place that, that Jesus shed His blood was a crown of thorns? And I don't know if you know or not, but in Genesis, when man turned his back on God and walked away from God, the Lord said that the land would be cursed, that there'd be a curse because of the sin of rebellion. And it says that the land will be filled with thorns, thorn bushes. And thorns are a sign of a curse. And those soldiers, how would they would not have known that. But you see how God even orchestrates the bad things to turn them into good for His purposes. You know, the Word of God says that God takes everything, the good and the bad, and turns it around for good to those that love Him, to those that are called according to His purposes. These crown of thorns that this soldier was making, you know, they, they, they were, they, they were, they were, you know, he wouldn't have known that they were the curse that Jesus was to take upon himself. But when they pushed that crown down over his head and the blood fell from his brow, from his skull, it was for your curses. And you know the greatest curse that we live in under as, as humanity? It's the curse of the law. You know, we, we think that we think that we have to do something to please God. We think that we have to earn God's approval, that we have to tick so many boxes or do so many ritualistic things or, you know, beat ourselves up or, you know, be perfect, be totally perfect, good little Christians. But I'm telling you this, that we are not under the curse of the law anymore. Because when Jesus took the curse upon Himself, He released grace to us. He released forgiveness to us. He released a way to the Father that you couldn't go any other way except through the blood of Jesus Christ. He said that I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And through the blood of the crown of thorns, He took every curse. He took your generational curses. You know, when you go to the doctor and the doctor says to you, um, is there any heart disease in your family? Um, you know, is there any cancer in your family? And they tick all the boxes when you say, oh yeah, my mom had a heart attack and my great-grandma had cancer. They go, mmm. Why? Because the curse of sickness can pass down through generations. But Jesus took the curse upon himself. Amen. Have you ever heard, you know, evil people, you know, people that want to do evil things say, you know, I'm going to put a curse on that person. I want to tell you this, Jesus took the curse upon himself. How can, how can anyone curse that which God has blessed? God has blessed you tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Through the blood of Jesus. You have been blessed in Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name. 
And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we take authority over every curse. We declare that every curse falls off right now in Jesus' name. We declare that every curse of sickness falls to the ground. Every hereditary thing falls to the ground. Through the crown of thorns, through the shedding of blood, Lord, we do not take the curse upon ourselves any longer, but Jesus took it on Himself, the curse for our sin. He took the curse for our curses in Jesus' name. And Lord, we give it all to You. We give it all to You. And most importantly, Lord, we break the curse of the law. We break the curse of performance of trying to please God. And we release right now over this congregation, grace, grace, grace. Just receive it while you sit there. There is power in the name of Jesus. Grace. There is power taken from him he said I'm not you're not taking my life I'm giving it to you that he willingly went like a lamb to be slain and he did not say a word to defend himself because he was the lamb that was slain for all sin for all mankind for all time The Lamb of God, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And when He hung on that cross for you and for me, 
he willingly gave his life for us. Just watch this. You know, when he said, it is accomplished, other translations say, it is finished. You know, the man that was speaking, he was saying, all the things that Jesus had done for us on the cross, the last, very last thing he said was, and that we could be born again, was Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, a religious man, kept the law, did everything right according to the law, and yet still knew that he needed grace. And he asked Jesus, what do I need to do? And Jesus said, you need to be born again. What do I have to enter back into my mother's womb? Or... Jesus was saying, if you believe in me, you'll be born again. Your spirit will come alive. where you are separated from God, it will be bridged back together. Your Father, who is in heaven, will come and be with you. You know, when Jesus said those words, it is finished, there was a curtain that was in the temple that separated the presence of God from mankind. And when Jesus said those words, it is finished, there was a great earthquake. And the temple and the curtain was ripped in two. And the presence of God came out to be with man again. Do you know that your father used to walk with you in the garden, in the Garden of Eden? His whole plan is about relationship. His whole plan, his whole purpose for creating you in the first place that you could be his child. When we're born again, it says that we are no longer orphans, but we become sons and daughters of the living God. He wraps his arms around us and he brings us home where we belong. Now, I remember when I gave my heart to the Lord, when I first said this prayer that I'm about to say right now, it was like coming home. It was like coming home to my dad. It was like finding a love that I had searched for my whole life. It was like finding a place where I could be me and that I was recognised and that I was known. 
It was like finding my own identity, finding my purpose for living was in the face of Jesus Christ. When he said it is finished, he was saying it's finished for me. He paid the price in full. You know, if you committed the worst crime that there is, the worst crime, and you were taken to court, and in that court of law, they stood you up to judge you, and they gave you a verdict, and they gave you a conviction, and they're just about to take you off for death, for the penalty of your sin. And someone stands up in the back of the court and says, just a minute. I want to pay the price. I want to die in their place. That's what Jesus did. When he said, it is finished, he stood before the court of heaven for you and paid the ultimate price in his own blood. You know, he shed blood all the way up to the cross. And when they put the sword in his side, it says that blood and water flowed out. Do you know that blood and water flow out only when the body is completely emptied of all blood? Water only flows when there's no more blood to flow. He completely emptied himself for you and for me that we will be born again that we could live for him let's stand to our feet tonight in this in this room right now i know that there are people there are people that are they're just wrestling right now saying you know what i really want to get my life right with him i want to accept this free gift tonight of salvation i want to receive it and i want to say a prayer in Jesus' name. You know, Jesus said, if you believe in me and you confess it with your mouth, you will be born again. It's as simple as that. There's no jumping through hoops. There's no trying to be good first. There's no cleaning up your life first. It's just a simple prayer. I believe in you. I believe that you died for me. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me clean. I want to be born again. That's all it is. Tonight, there's people right across this room as every eye is closed. And, they're, and they're, you, tonight you're saying, I want, to, I want to be born again. I want this, Julie, what you're saying. Just turn that spotlight down. I want to be born again, Julie. I want to know Jesus. I want to know this Jesus that's paid this price for me. Tonight, maybe you've been away from him and you want to, get right with him tonight. You want to recommit your life to Jesus right across this room. God's stirring hearts right now. I can almost hear hearts beating right now. Right now in the name of Jesus, every eye closed as the music lifts. If that's you right now, I want you to just come out of your seat. I'm going to pray for you. Just come out right now. Just lift that music. Just come right now. Come on. If you want to recommit your heart to the Lord or you want to give your heart to Jesus for the very first time, come. Come now. Lift it up. When I got married to my husband, you know, I was at the back of the church, he was at the front of the church. And the pastor was waiting for me to walk down 
and make my vows to my husband. There's no way I wanted to stay at the back of the church that day and not make my vows to my husband. As embarrassing as it was to walk down that aisle with everyone gawking at you, especially when you're crying your eyes out like a fool. But I looked into the eyes of my beloved and I thought, I don't care what anybody thinks right now. I'm going down. I'm going to stand on that altar and I'm going to say, I do. I do. Tonight, Jesus, the eyes of your beloved are looking at you. And he's saying right now, in Jesus' name, it's time to come. It's time to come. Come on. Come on, just come out of your seat and say, it's now. It's now. This is your life. This is about your life, the change of your life. This is about being born again, brand new. Jesus, come on. Christians, begin praying. your beloved before you. This is a vow you're making to Him. This is a serious that's a vow you're making to Him. To say, Jesus, I do believe in you. I believe everything I've seen tonight. Thank you that you've paid a price for me. For my sin. Tonight I choose to surrender my will and follow you. Forgive me of all my sin. Wash me clean. Fill me with your spirit. I declare tonight that I am born again and that I will follow you all the days of my life. I turn my back on the devil. I turn my back on darkness. Turn my back on sin. And I follow you in Jesus' name. I will walk in the light. I will live in the light. And I will accomplish all that you have for me. In Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. Faith to live like Christ for all our days.